Hello, everybody. My name is Raul Ramirez. I'm with the Catch Wrestling Alliance, and we're here to help you to elevate your grappling, and together we can keep real wrestling alive. So hopefully you can uh, uh, share our passion and desire to preserve one of the greatest grappling sports ever. It's actually like one of the ones that um, like its effects are still felt today uh, in all kinds of grappling. And, uh, you know, people are uh, stealing our techniques left and right because they work. Um, but the thing is, I think one of the things about that is like um, they don't like they it's like they can they can use the technique, but they'll never uh, understand the, the spirit. Right? They'll never take the soul of the style, uh, which seems really true because we kind of have our way of doing things in catch wrestling and that i've never seen really copied uh by other styles which um i think that kind of makes sense where it's like uh you know we're talking about different styles of food or different languages i mean people might want to try it's like people aren't uh like say in a lot of songs that are written in, in another language they might have a few english words here and there but it's definitely not an english song right it's like a lot of say like a lot of japanese songs or Sometimes even some Spanish songs will have an English word in there or whatever, but still not the entirety, you know. So same thing with uh, taking take, stealing a technique or two from catch wrestling. Uh, you're still not stealing the soul of catch wrestling. So um, that's what we're trying to preserve, and we're actually trying to uh, like we're trying to spread it. But uh, people don't realize that it's like the better you learn it, the more you can use it in real matches. And it can actually help you to win matches. Uh, but that kind of brings me to today's point is that, um, like, is everyone brainwashed? Because, but I think you can, we just kind of have to look at what happened with modern grappling because in modern grappling, and kind of like in Nogi in particular, but um, there's just kind of like the way things are done in modern grappling. A lot of people call it, I've seen a lot of comments online where they try to say that um, it is at its like it's evolved, and you know all the things that are practical have have uh, been included in the style, and everything that's not practical has been omitted, and um, it's kind of like at its most refined point nowadays. So um, uh, I, I would have to disagree. <laughs> uh, I'd have to disagree a lot, but that's the thing. It's like. It's like um, if we know some some better way to do things, or uh, but it's because it's not part of the mainstream, um, then it's it's not not very well known, and it's also not very well accepted. So I think that's kind of the the problem we're facing in catch wrestling, uh, because uh, I, I kind of see in the comments where it's like I, I think the kind of like the mainstream mindset, particularly of jiu-jitsu the way things are done in jiu-jitsu i think that's really uh i would to put it nicely saying in affecting but it's kind of infecting people's uh, ways of thinking or ways of thought so one of the things that's been coming up recently over and over is like say if we post uh something where it shows like um like you kind of give your back a even a little bit to to your opponent even though there's no danger to you whatsoever, really, because because if you know how to pin someone, if you know how to control and restrain somebody, you're not in danger whatsoever. Uh, but inevitably, you know, on on different social media accounts, people will have to comment. They're like, no, "That's you're exposing your back," and it's like, uh, uh, "Are you? Do you know anything about wrestling?" Because even in amateur wrestling. Giving someone your back is actually preferable uh, than to like give them like your chest and you be on your back face up, right? Because you lose, right? Um, but even though you, a lot of people might be doing nogi, is my opinion that it is still preferable to give them your back as opposed to uh, you know, being chest to chest, and especially if you are on your back on the on the mat because then you got a lot of things going against you. I mean, yes, there are a lot of people who are able to get submission victories um, from their back, right? Um, but I think that's happening less and less. Even if you look at 
uh, a lot of the Nogi matches that have been happening recently. I mean, I, the could have been last week, right, where we talked about um, there that Craig Jones talking about never pulling guard, and then or like vowing to never pull guard again, and then he had his match, and um, he kind of had to, but basically nothing happened. Both guys. Um, even though they're really well respected in the jujitsu community, uh, they're considered very high-level grapplers. Uh, the match ended up being what? Say, if, if, if it was a catch-rousing match, people would definitely call it boring because people, both Craig and his opponent, just stayed standing the vast majority of 15 minutes. Right? They stayed standing. They kind of went to the ground a little bit, but then they just kept avoiding each other. Right, so like if someone tried to grab onto something, then the guy would pull, you know, like pull the arm back or or try to uh, push the arm off if they try to grab around the head, stuff like that, which is actually not necessarily a catch wrestling uh, way of grappling either. Um, so just to let people know, that's that's another thing that uh, you'll see in mainstream grappling, where it's like if someone tries to grab onto your wrist or grab onto your head, then you just push it off. Also, it'd be part of uh, amateur wrestling. Because um, what happens in amateur wrestling, you don't want to let someone get any control over you. Catch wrestling, too, to an extent. But a lot of times, if someone uh, tries to get a hold of you in catch wrestling, there's always a counter to their move. So it's okay if someone grabs you because, you know, the better you are at it, you can counter their move. You can. There's a, so many counters to arm drags. Um, there's so many counters to a wide variety of techniques that, um, like even Russian two-on-ones, uh, there's so many counters for basically so many things that you don't really like, like you might want to even use getting taken down as your strategy to win. And also to, um, giving your back is also a strategy to win and, let me explain why, right? So if you if you see, for those of you who looked at our um, our YouTube, like our thumbnail for this talk, um, it shows Farmer Burns giving his back to his opponent. But in that technique in particular that he's showing is actually a winning technique. Uh, he's pinning his, his person. The person was um, um, in the original position, um, he's in all fours, right? So he's in what we call referee's position or a, more of a defensive position because he's on bottom, but he's on his hands and knees and his opponent is uh, on top of him, right? But there's a reversal that you can do where you roll the person over, you end up um, giving them your back, and, but they're they're being pinned and they can't uh, they can't cross face you. They you know they can't choke you if you're doing low gi or whatever. Um, it's actually a very, very safe technique, but like inevitably it's like almost like the first thing I expect to hear from people is like, oh, that's bag exposure. Oh, you're giving your back or whatever. But it's, it's like, uh, they don't realize that it's actually, um, not happening, especially if you're good at wrestling, um, you're not going to be, um, like getting choked and all that because, uh, I wouldn't say good at wrestling. I'm saying good at catch wrestling because then you already know how to defend the chokes and stuff but these pinning and controlling positions even though you are giving your back to your opponent um are much safer than people realize right so that's why i, I in the thumbnail at least on our youtube channel um you can see one of the masters right farmer burns uh, using a technique where he's giving his back and it's it's really not a problem it's really not a problem <laughs> whatsoever um so th this is uh, one of the things like uh that you can kind of consider where it's like especially be this this is something you can use to your advantage because what's happening is that like right now since it, the mainstream idea is that giving your back is something that's really bad and uh, you're definitely going to lose you're going to get choked out or whatever uh use that to your advantage because people if they take your back they they're so committed and that's exactly what you want so same thing with kickboxing if they, someone really commits to a move then that's when you counter strike a lot of times you can knock someone out when they commit to like doing a roundhouse kick a lot of times you counter with that 
cross to their face, get it, and it's it's, it's led to knockouts in numerous pro kickboxing matches, right? So same thing with uh, someone taking your back. They, a lot of people who are uh, infected with the mainstream way of thinking, they they think that they're nearing uh, a victory, they're nearing a submission of you, but it's it's not true, and you can see or you can feel just how committed they will be to trying to choke you out right? or trying to do a, a, an arm bar from the, the back, like switching it from a, a choke to an arm bar um, or all kinds of different moves, like maybe, you know, even like a inverted triangle choke or whatever. Um, there's a lot of techniques you can do, right? If you're the person on the, on, um, you know, who's taking the back, but um, so you can see that they, they have all these, they have all these uh, perceived advantages that like if you're basically, if you're good at catch wrestling or if you understand the principles, then these, these perceived advantages aren't necessarily there. And, but you can use their commitment to submitting you to your advantage. I think that's one of my main points here. And um, I don't know if it will, like what it'll take to kind of get people to change their minds about that. Um, because like no matter um, you know who wins or like say even at the jujitsu studio that I roll out, it's like it doesn't matter uh, uh, how I can reverse people or um, uh, you know it, it's, they're still just gonna think that um, like oh they just need to do more jujitsu to to beat me or whatever. But um, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's just you know we're doing different styles, but they're they're still they're doing the mainstream. Uh, way of grappling, which is just is ultimately it's just incomplete. So I'm hoping that people, at least uh, fans of Catch Wrestling Alliance, uh, that we can kind of get you to understand that um, a lot of the mainstream uh, ways of doing grappling aren't necessarily to aren't necessarily, aren't necessarily the most advantageous things. But you, as a grappler, can take their mentality and use it to your advantage, right? If someone tries to grab you, let them, you can let them grab you. Uh, because if you know the counter, well, once you know the counter, right? Once you know the counter, then you can counter their attack, right? So um, the only thing is like some sometimes points, I was going to say like, if someone, if someone um, is good at taking or is good at takedowns, let them take you down, right? Because your counter move to their takedown uh, should give you the advantage ultimately, right? Even if it involves giving up your back or whatever, um, the counter move, um, and there are tons and tons. Like I mentioned, like the picture and the thumbnail for the our our YouTube video of, of this particular talk uh, is a classic move, and it's still uh, pretty much taught in uh, some folk style. Um, some some people, not everyone, but I mean, um, it, it's still. I think it'd be more ac applicable in folk style wrestling. Um, you don't really see it in freestyle because, again, they've even evolved further away. Where it's like, if someone uh, gets taken down, they just flatten out onto their belly, and then they wait the ten seconds for the ref to pick them up or whatever. So, um, you you won't see that move so much. But in folk style, they do try to fight up, and they do um, go into the like like the 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 folk style parterre version is called a ref a referee's position and so then um that will be used more in folk style all right so hopefully you guys are are following <laughs> following the ideas um hopefully i mean you, you don't necessarily have to agree but um but to be my friend, you must agree. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I think I just want to try to share this point that there, there is kind of like this mainstream way of doing things. And then when I see it, it's just like so weird because I think I'm so um, in, involved with the catch wrestling. Uh, and of course, I do nogi as well. But I definitely see things uh, through the catch wrestling uh, perspective or the catch wrestling way. And I do things in a more of a catch wrestling uh, way. So when I hear people say these weird things about like, oh, you're giving your back and whatnot, then um, 
I think it's just so strange. But it's telling, at least what it tells me is that you, you're thinking in the mainstream way or the mainstream kind of jujitsu way. But say like if you're on your back, face up, uh, like the modern, or you can call that the the jujitsu referee's position, right? Or the jujitsu, um, uh, what's it called defensive position. Then if you were to try to push somebody, if you're trying to push somebody off of you, you're also, you gotta, there's a, you're also pushing yourself into the ground. Uh, you, you're ultimately using what Farmer Burns was, one of Farmer Burns' strategies of tiring someone out where, um, it will be you doing reps, right? So you're, it's like you're you're working out, and ultimately your your muscle can only do so many reps uh, if you're on the bottom. And that was one of his his strategies where it's like if you're on top, you want to just continue pushing someone's head down to the mat, uh, force them to resist you, and then just um, push them down over and over and over uh, because our muscles can only do so many repetitions, and that will ultimately fatigue them right um i think there's like a lot of um like jujitsu moves where uh there's a lot of submissions from your back so i think people get maybe more of a false sense of being able to win it's true it happens it happens um like you know getting a triangle choke or whatever um but as, if we look at even like the modern nogi matches i think especially in the ones that are like the the higher level ones are the ones that are like the, the who's number one and all that you're seeing people um getting beat like say by like one of the examples that i'm thinking of is like kennedy maciel so um i i, I pay attention to him because i used to teach at a cobrinia school right so cobrinia like when i was there they didn't necessarily focus on leg locks they were very much ibjjf rules oriented um but Kennedy, he's not really doing leg locks on people, but he's still beating them by staying on top, uh, passing their guards, you know, doing these things that I guess would be considered more wrestling oriented. And he's able to, with pressure, counter and block these submission attempts from the bottom, right? So you can go ahead and um, look on, I think a lot of his matches are on flow grappling and whatnot. Um, so I think this, he, I think he's Kennedy Maciel is, is somewhat of a good example because, um, like he, I think because of the school itself is much more IBJJF rules oriented that when he's in these like nogi matches like in uh, ADCC but also a lot of the who's number one on flow grappling, um, uh, he wouldn't necessarily be the guy that's like like um, uh, was it Muzumeki who's like trying to go on to like trying to pull guard and try to do a submission. And also speaking of Muzumeki, he had a match uh, with the, uh, this past weekend and yeah, he didn't get a submission. The guy just kept uh, uh, scrambling out. So, um, so there, <laughs> but basically the other guy stayed on top and would scramble out, uh, try to get some, try to set up some counters, but uh, you know, nothing happened in 15 minutes. Okay, well, let's go ahead and uh, get to your questions. Yeah, go ahead and ask any questions or comments. You can tell me off or whatever. <laughs> um, um, well, it looks like you guys are already commenting, so and it looks like there's some some interesting questions. So uh, let's go ahead and get to them. Uh, Ichisan Jaman, what are your thoughts on Brazilian luta livre? Um, yeah, it seems cool. It's cool. It's um, it's not exactly catch wrestling, even though it's uh, based in catch wrestling, um, but it's far enough away that it's it's totally its own style. So um, yeah, respect it. Uh, and hopefully, yeah, I always mention it. Where it's like whenever anybody brings up luta libre, uh, we keep we're we're still talking. But um, my good friend, who's the anthropologist from Brazil, uh, we we still plan on uh, doing another live stream where we talk about. Luta Libre again. And so for those of you who uh, missed that one, it we did it last year, I believe. Uh, Thiago Niemeyer. Um, you just look for that. So it'll say like uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt talks about Luta Libre um, Jiu-Jitsu and stuff. 
Um, so just look back. It should be in our, uh, if we have a playlist for our live, our live streams or, or our podcast, I think it says podcast, um, then uh, just scroll down and you'll find it. It's because um, he's there in Rio and he's, uh, he's officially an anthropologist uh, by training. And so um, uh, he definitely have, has a lot of insight. And he basically grew up doing, you know, jujitsu and um, uh, seeing and kind of documenting uh, and actually, you know, living a lot of that jujitsu history. So, and we'll try to get him on again, really. Actually, we, you know, it should be soon. We just have to plan it because uh, he's also uh, really busy. He, he does a lot of things too. He, he also has, he's actually in a band, right? So I think the band is uh, doing pretty well too. But we're we're working on trying to sync up our our schedules. All right, Jesse Hines. Yes, to the extent that all grapplers focus only on going to the ground and rolling around until a submission is reached. No one ever thinks about taking down the opponent while remaining upright. All right, no one ever thinks about taking down the opponent while remaining upright. Yeah, almost like the, they might just fall down or pull guard. Right. Juger Jamala. Uh, are there any catch wrestlers participating in ADCC? Well, we shall see. Uh, I've been hearing some rumors, um, but yeah, we'll find out as it get, as it draws near. I don't have people who who like um, um, uh, like do like the jujitsu mixed with folk style and stuff so almost like the nicky rod but you saw how well he did you know like even though he's only considered like a, a blue belt um you know he he did very very well noah i'm sorry i can't pronounce <laughs> can't pronounce your your handle there um noachian um ADCC doesn't allow cross faces, neck cranks, and spine locks from the last time I looked at the rule set. Uh, I believe you're you're still right. You're still correct about that. So, uh, yeah, no um, no cross face stuff. So, and that's that's the dilemma also be, because going back to the main point of uh, like having like people following or believing the mainstream mindset of like jujitsu, even nogi jujitsu. I think nogi is also also kind of getting its own kind of like a uh, way of doing things, which is which almost like it's separating itself a little bit from gi jujitsu. They're still thinking along these lines of like say the IBJJF worlds uh, and ADCC, and um, but then they might say like, "Oh, aren't catch wrestlers you know doing all that stuff?" But it's like um, again, I think catch wrestlers can do it and do it and do well, but uh, also I think people have to realize that. Say if a catch wrestler were to do ADCC and maybe not win at all, uh, it doesn't really uh, say that catch wrestling is bad, but it's like the rules aren't even catch wrestling rules. And and I think what we also see is that uh, very few jiu-jitsu people will enter into uh, a lot of the catch wrestling competitions. Um, and, and also it'd be, a lot of times it's because of the pin and then um, different things like say neck cranks or, um, even though like authentic, uh, professional catch wrestling, a uh, barred, the stranglehold, then for some reason, all of a sudden, like the stranglehold is the only move they know or something like they say, like, Oh, that's, that's unfair and, and no chokes. It's like, well, you know, so, um, I think, and then I think the whole emphasis on like having a catch wrestler go into ADCC is kind of a false premise because uh, just because modern grapplers kind of perceive ADCC as being more wrestling oriented and a lot of um, modern nogi practitioners have even been quoted as as calling ADCC a wrestling competition uh, it's not it's not and it's still not exactly catch wrestling uh, so for there to be an emphasis on like, oh, well, catch wrestlers got to be doing ADCC. Um, sure, if they want, totally fine, right? Um, but it's not necessarily going to prove exactly what the mainstream grappler might think it's proving. All right, next question. 
Z Money. Uh, do you still teach in LA? Yes, I still teach in LA. I teach at UCLA and at Fight Science MMA. No watch. <laughs> no, can you please uh, help me? Uh, uh, please help me with uh, pronouncing your your handle there. <laughs> no watch. Is that Portuguese? Or I'm totally messing it up. I'm sure it's probably Noah. Noachian. Uh, anyway, your comment. I think EBI would be a better platform for catch wrestlers to compete in. All right. I'll check out those rules. Um, actually, I do like some of the 10th Planet stuff. They seem to be a little bit more open-minded. But the EBI, I think it's like a shorter time limit, right? It's like a 10-minute one. And then and then you have the overtime stuff. Um, yeah, but they seem to be more open for like all the techniques, right? Uh, so that I think you have a point there. Jesse Hines, LOL, you looked a little confused when you read my comment. YouTube doesn't give me enough space to elaborate. All right, well, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, try, keep trying, Jesse. <laughs> Juger, do you consider the match between Barnett and Lister to be representative uh, match between Catch and BJJ. Actually, I didn't watch uh, much of it, but yeah, it seems like potentially where it's like you had Dean on his back and then, uh, uh, you know, that, that could be kind of like the principle where it's like if you're on your back and you try to push someone who's like heavier than you uh, off, of, off of you, it's like you're fighting not only their weight, uh, you're, you know, you're fighting gravity because what you don't realize is that if, if you're on your back and you push up, you're you're also kind of equally pushing yourself back into the mat. So, um, I I pretty much just saw the end of that match. So, um, it, so Barnett was able to use his his size to get that compression choke. Um, yeah. So I didn't really see all of that. Uh, Noachian. Okay, yeah. Okay, all subs are legal in EBI. All right. Dang. All right, since I, I, I train at uh, a 10th planet here in Los Angeles, it's kind of funny. We have, like, so many around. Um, let's say, um, yeah, I'll look into that. I'll look into that because um, we actually do train. Actually, that could be that could be why I think um, uh, they, they like what I'm doing, and, and that's why I feel kind of comfortable training at a 10th planet. Um, affiliate because uh, they don't really seem to mind if you know if I try to do like I don't try to neck crank everybody but uh, if I do stuff like that where I try to at least give them some pain or make them do some uh, pain compliance moves uh, they don't seem to mind and then they uh, a lot of the guys who want to get better then they'll ask to roll with me and and like they try to find ways to escape you know some of these moves so I, I really do appreciate that. Like, I like it where it's like, you know, instead of complaining, whereas like uh, I've I've had that experience at other jujitsu places that I've taught. So I, I used to teach not only at the, one of the Cabrini affiliates, but I taught at this other jujitsu school, which is more a gi oriented. So um, anyway, at both of those other places, you know, you get some complaints where it's like, oh, that's not IBJJF or that's not whatever. And so... Uh, but I was, you know, like I was pleasantly surprised when uh, people really didn't seem to mind so much <laughs> at a 10th planet. I guess, especially like I don't really try to um, like I'm a really nice guy right? <laughs> or I'm really uh, a nice grappler. Maybe I'll try to get actually I've been wanting to see if we can uh, get one of the instructors to kind of talk to like the audience to explain like how what we do are, is different um, because uh, some of one of the instructors too that I roll with a lot, um, you know, he actually wants to roll with me a lot because, um, kind of like what we're talking about today, where it's like he's even said that there is a kind of a mainstream way of doing no gi, and so he's used to countering all these kind of like the the what's expected to be done, right? And so then he likes to roll with me because I don't always do all that stuff and like say like yeah he can. I'll give them my back and then submit them like because you know you pin them and then you can set up a submission 
because you you basically restrain them by using your back pressure onto them and you limit their mobility you limit their chances of uh, countering you and then uh you can set up a submission hold and so actually it's, it's just it's just been tough because i've already uh, asked this one instructor um to like to record an interview with me and he and he totally agreed but it's just um our, our schedules also <laughs> so it's going back it's always going back to the schedules right so but hopefully really soon because i think he's a really articulate guy and um he can explain better um, and this is why sometimes I, I like to have someone who's like only done like the nogi or, or only come who only comes from a jujitsu background uh, to explain it because i think most people do have that mainstream grappling mentality and so like what better than to have someone who's come from that uh to explain the differences because even though i'm i, I do no gi all the time i am um, you know i'm still or i think a lot of people who, who who listen to me consider me like an outsider or whatever even though i've done jujitsu for a long time jesse hines Putting the opponent on the ground while remaining standing is more applicable to a real fight so that no one kicks you in the back of the head, for example, when you're on the ground. BJJ blows. <laughs> okay, I think now I think you've uh, you've uh, made your point, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you have, you have um, a lot of these traditional wrestling styles that um that's how you win really whoever stays standing and then um, throws the other person down they're the winner right so um it gives you a lot of advantages if you can stay uh, or bas basically be on top if you can get the takedown and be on top uh there's a lot of advantages uh for catch wrestling we have a lot of counters so getting taken down and if you if you end up on the bottom uh it can be fine um but uh, you know, like we, you just have to know the counters. Basically, you've got to train and stuff. But yeah, it, catch wrestling does have that top-down approach, just like a lot of traditional styles have that top-down approach. And uh, ultimately, I'm. Um, it's weird that uh, so many styles have this top-down approach, but they're not considered mainstream, really. Henry Lopez. Not catch wrestling, but Craig Jones' Power Bottom DVD isn't really rate giving the back. It doesn't really rate giving the back. Has a lot of catch wrestling minded techniques. Maybe ref revolutionary in BJJ, but just a bunch of catch minded techniques. Um, potentially, yeah. Um, uh, if you can send me a copy, that'd be great. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I think so. And actually, I think that's probably why we've, we've been talking about. Craig Jones a lot, or at least me. <laughs> I've been sharing a bunch of uh, his comments and stuff because uh, he might not know it, but he's actually like sharing a lot of like, I guess like catch wrestling minded things, kind of like how you're saying, or it's like, uh, yeah, catch wrestling minded techniques or even catch wrestling minded uh, points of view where, um, you know, a long time, like uh, was a few weeks ago, I shared a, uh, a joke he was making about chokes and he actually just explained how people used to see chokes, right? So chokes have been barred in the professional catch wrestling. And uh, for the reasons that, at least a few of the reasons that uh, Craig Jones joked about in one of his videos where it's like, oh, any like any white belt could uh, choke out a higher belt on accident, you know, where it's like, it's like a fluke. So um, they shouldn't necessarily be like, um, like uh, valued that much and all he, he it's it, i shared it i'm sure uh, in one of our live streams so um you can go and check back on there i think it's one where uh, craig jones is wearing a cowboy hat uh, it, it's funny and uh, we share it but yeah it's like i think that's why we're um, kind of talking about him more and more uh hopefully uh, we'll see what happens when you know if with with him as he develops right because i guess he is he's probably like evolving into like this kind of more wrestling-oriented grappler. And, you, and you're right, Henry. Um, it might not necessarily be revolutionary for us, right? But yeah, it's like revolutionary because it's like you get a mainstream popular grappler showing you these more wrestling-oriented moves. And then 
uh, it's like mind blowing for people who are like stuck in that mainstream mindset, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I forgot how to pronounce it, but I'm just gonna call you Noah Noachian, Noachian. All right. Uh, he named his instructional power bottom. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's always trying to make jokes. Uh, Jesse Hines. Yes, we're on the same page now. Also, I think it would be much more efficient from a self-defense perspective to train in the context of a sport to use and to modify catch wrestling control techniques. Yeah, I think uh, the, the sport way is uh, uh, one way to kind of uh, uh, like just get practice. So we say like get more mat time where you can try to uh, test out and implement your your techniques so you get used to finding uh, the situations or used to recognizing the situations when you can use your technique so yeah the kind of like the sparring and stuff is like so important for you to um, use the actual techniques it's, it's just like um, say if you're learning a language or something like i totally uh, see the value in like the immersion training right there, there's so many at least in los angeles there's tons of language immersion schools right so they um you know they take your kid you know when they're really young and then they just only speak to them at least 50 percent of the day to even like i know some schools nearby they 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 have uh, uh the language immersion program is like 90 percent of the day is in another foreign language even if they have no experience with that language um, and then like as the years progress, then they, they decrease from 90% to like 80 and 70, but these kids, like, uh, they pick it up. And so kind of the same idea where it's like, you just gotta, instead of like doing a technique once or twice or just drilling it, you have to, uh, you have to use it, right? You have to be put in situations where you have to find out how and when to use it. Right. So, um, um, yeah, I, I agree totally on that. And, um, uh, and that goes like also with like, kind of like the, was like the self-defense training, um, where you can, kind of, and I've, I've talked about it a lot where it's like, I see catch wrestling as one of these really good base styles that allows you to, uh, easily incorporate these other things like the self-defense stuff. If KDB. If no catch wrestling school is available nearby, how does one begin catch wrestling? Um, consider doing our online course. Really, you can just go to our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Um, we uh, basically have like the fundamentals courses there and then a couple extra ones to kind of give you a better idea of catch wrestling because the fundamentals ones just goes over techniques. Um, and then if you're a member, then I've been trying to add more uh, like different videos in our, like we have this community section where uh, I'll post a lot of these other videos because we've, I found a bunch right, that um, were from some seminars we did in some, in Singapore. So I try to give you um, more examples of, of the techniques and how, how to use them in the wild. Right. So that's, that's, uh, that's on our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Shin Hee Yi. Are there many big time BJJ grapplers? Or there are many, there be many big time BJJ grapplers. You wouldn't know they are doing catch wrestling techniques, but they wouldn't know it or even want to admit it that some technique they use is just is uh, like a ripoff of catch wrestling. Yeah, like sometimes even if they know it, then they'll be like, no, this is our own, my own creation. I discovered it. <laughs> that's what you see sometimes too it's like um uh but no one's really discovered anything especially with grappling because humans have been grappling for you know, since the dawn of time and i'm sure whatever move someone is named after themselves will we'll probably find some cave painting with that same technique being done so i don't know people gotta uh not be so arrogant jesse hines I'm also curious to find out if catch wrestling is a sport derivative of Kampfringen. Fringen. Kampfringen. I don't know. Um, I know that there was um, 
think some Flemish influence. Because um, like a, a long time ago, then as catch wrestling was evolving, we had there was some influence from mainland Europe as some as like some of the 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 Flemish uh, like because again like that northern area, I think there was a lot of textile work and stuff like that. So then people uh, were in that industry, and uh, they also had kind of like their way of. Uh, grappling and stuff that that was partial influence to catch wrestling. Jujer. I would love to see on this channel some solo catch drills or drills with a wrestling dummy, especially that in some countries most of the gyms are closed now with this COVID thing. Oh, what what country are you in, Jujer? Um. Yeah, actually, I, it's kind of funny. I, I did I did a couple of videos like that, um, but it was right at the beginning of COVID. Um, so you would have to go back like really far in our on our YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, there are there are maybe I can do I can revamp it. Right. So maybe do a couple more new ones. You, know, you can also feel free to join our um, our uh, our our online academy right cwa academy uh we also have stuff like that in there too no watch i saw your video where you competed against the english guy i think you pulled off a gotch toe hold that's a tough hold to finish at least for me uh yeah yeah it took a while to set up that was like a 17 minute match but that's what i like how do i say it? it's like I would I prefer matches like that where you get like in in our matches in England and also in our matches in Catch Wrestling Alliance, we have a twenty minute time limit, so you can set up that whole uh, kind of like fatiguing the person. You can set it. You can use uh, these strategies or the catch wrestling strategies better. And so my opponent, um, even though um, he was a very talented jujitsu practitioner under Damian Maya. Um, uh, I was able to set that up. Yeah, I kept, uh, you know, so like from what I recall, right, like um, he kept on trying to get up from referee's position. And um, so I decided to just catch his foot before he before he was able to, to sit to sit out, really. So he asked how you got to do it. <laughs> you have to. Uh, uh, you really set them up and maybe kind of see how they're and, and like if you have these these longer matches you can kind of see how they behave um, and then you can see if you can't catch them right doing their kind of normal moves you can set it up Shinhi E many BJJ guys wouldn't know the difference between the key lock and the bicep slicer um, correct <laughs> I think a lot of times they just call it what like yeah, I think they call everything bicep slicer. Yep, I I agree. Because actually, I had that experience too when I was teaching at the the Cabrinha affiliate. Like everyone's like, "Oh, what is that? Or is that is that legal and IBJJF or whatever?" So it was a little bizarre. But of course, at the MMA school I teach at, you're fine with everything. Uh, seems like a 10th planet. They seem all right also. And, uh, the, the fillet I go to doesn't talk about the flat earth or any, any, any of the weird stuff that, uh, Eddie Bravo sometimes is criticized for. So everyone, everyone at the place I go to just focuses on, on training. Okay. Jujer, I'm from Romania. They prohibit only contact sports. Um, uh, Oh, sorry. Darn. My alarm went off. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I'm from... Ro so, Jujer. I'm from Romania. They prohibited only contact sports practicing with this COVID thing. So, I resorted to a boxing bag and a wrestling dummy that I found in an abandoned ex-Soviet wrestling gym. Wow. Wow, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, use it use it uh there's so many things you can do with the with the dummy like you can practice your um 
your snap downs. You can practice uh, your double leg takedowns. You can practice suplexes. Um, uh, oh, there's so much. There's so much. So um, let me see. See if you can't scroll down. Um, I'm not sure if it's in a playlist. If it's on our live, our podcast playlist. Uh, but I definitely did a live version. So look. So it must have been the beginning of 2020. Um, Darn, I know we've, we've put out a lot of videos, but um, I think I have a few where you, you might see in the thumbnail, it is uh, shows the dummy. I have a brown dummy. It's actually right <laughs> just on, on the other side of the of the camera here. It's, it's right there. Actually, I have a I have the dummy and its child. I have a, I have a, uh, a really small one with like, like a kind of a novelty one or whatever. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they, they're really they're they're really useful. So yeah, um, see if you can't do that. Uh, let me know if you can't find the video. Uh, maybe we can try to do uh, some more for, with that. Okay, but just a lot. You can also think of like say if you see our videos, uh, if there's any if there's any takedown, you can try to at least simulate it as best you can with the throwing dummy. Shinhee, key lock is compound submission, bicep cutter is compression hold. Um, yeah, yeah, one is actually just considered like a, a hold where you can control the person so that you can pin them, not necessarily a submission even. Marshall Street, BJJ guys steal catch wrestling techniques and BJJ gets all the credit. Thumbs down. Yeah, it's actually, it's like, uh, speaking of 10th Planet, it's like Eddie Bravo took a wrestling move and then he created his old, his whole style. And it's like, it's, uh, it's like uh, spread all over the world. And they, you know, it's like pretty amazing. It's called a short arm scissors from Noach. Noakian. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of going back to the original point where it's like we're kind of suffering because um, uh, there's there's kind of like this mainstream understanding of what grappling is, but um, coming from a catch wrestling perspective, we're not the mainstream. So. Uh, we get weird, weird comments from our on from some of the videos we put out, but it just shows that uh, whoever comments, they're just they're just stuck in that kind of mainstream understanding. So hopefully they can evolve, right? Jujer, yep, found the wrestling dummy videos. Thanks. All right, cool. Uh, hopefully they can help you. All right, so uh, if anybody who's not in LA, or if you're not near my good friend on the on the East Coast, John Strickland with American Hook Wrestling, um, then you can find both of our programs online. John is is on Facebook. Um, also, um, you can just go to our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com, uh, to our. It, it should be a link there that says CWA Academy, so you can train there. But we also have uh, some standalone courses. Uh, that like say one we just did which is like pressure passing uh, it, it, i want to do a few different videos or a diff few different uh, courses on it so that's why i called the first one uh, pressure passing volume one because i already want to do like maybe at least three volumes where it'd be like pressure passing from different scenarios so we'll work on um, getting the second one out really soon <laughs> Shin Hee 10th Planet would be better place to be if you had catch wrestling background. At least they wouldn't ban you from doing what you know. Yep. Short scissors and is another good catch move. Yep. And so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of been my experience. So I don't know if anybody else is, um, trains at a 10th Planet, but um, they, they didn't really seem to get upset. You know, if, if I do a lot of catch wrestling moves, a lot of times they seem really interested. So but I think that's one of the reasons why I, I train there also because um, of no-gi, right? It's, it's kind of weird like at, at the MMA school that I teach at. Um, only now they're starting to add more no-gi classes. Um, I think it's because uh, one of the main coaches of the MMA team 
is uh, more of a gi guy, so a lot of their jujitsu classes were gi. So then I, it's like, well, I don't want to spend more time in gi, so then that's why I'm at 10th Planet, which is nearby. Z Money, what got you into catch wrestling? Um, it was actually the Chinese martial arts. I spent a lot of time doing the Chinese kickboxing, Chinese wrestling, um, a lot of these things. I even did like sumo wrestling and stuff. Um, so all of these things have a top-down approach. The Chinese kickboxing also has a lot of um, like takedowns in it. So a lot of standing takedowns, a lot of catching kicks and all that. Um, so it, it has this top-down approach, but then uh, when I was um, trying like jujitsu and all that, like it didn't, it didn't, right? So then there was kind of like this disconnect and I was just trying to find something that matched kind of like my framework. So I guess I started in these non-mainstream martial arts. Um, so when I was trying a mainstream one, it didn't quite match. And so then I just kept researching until I found something that matched. And I, I believe that catch wrestling is one of the, the best styles you can, that can, that can help you succeed in all, all endeavors. Like if you want to compete in Nogi or MMA or whatever. The, the real deal. Hi, do you still have your class in Culver City? I visited a long time ago. Oh, well, uh, no. <laughs> no, well, we're, we're in uh, Fight Science MMA, so that's in uh, just L.A., L.A. City. The, the area is called Mid-City. Marshall Street. Thank you so much for passing along your knowledge and helping to keep Catches Catch Can alive. Well, thank you for your support, Marshall. All right. Okay, so... For those of you who want to help support us, you can become a member of our YouTube channel, right? So if you don't necessarily want to uh, train, uh, consider becoming a member of our YouTube channel. I think it's like $2 a month or whatever, and um, it, it really helps. Uh, we also try to give you extra exclusive access to different videos and stuff. I try to do different things for uh, all our supporters because we appreciate everybody. All right, so consider that, um, you know, if, or if you want to actually do our program, like the CWA Academy, that's available. Or if you just want to uh, learn some specific kind of one-off things, one-off topics, then we have like the pressure pass system available on our, our, our website. We also have like a Nogi Judo course that was uh, filmed by myself and a, a Judo expert, right? He's a national champion. He also teaches at one of the oldest judo schools in los angeles uh, so we have these different courses available so you can enroll in any one of those uh, through our website catchwrestlingalliance.com all right so it's almost an hour so we'll go ahead and uh, cut it off here hopefully um, everyone has a great weekend and we'll see you next week right so let's elevate basically our hope our goal is to help you to learn this so you can elevate your grappling and together we'll keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much.